0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Something More Comfortable, the Black Velvet Experience. I am your host, the bowtie bully himself, Black Velvet. So since we don't have a co-host this this evening, I just want to raise a glass to everybody that's out there, that's listening, if you're watching. I just want to say how much I appreciate the love that y'all show. Um, Y'all running the number up. You know, we getting close to a thousand downloads. Listen, and to get to a million downloads, you got to get to a thousand downloads. So I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all the, the shout outs, um, all the, the questions, all the different uh, episode suggestions. I appreciate it. We will get to all of that. You know, got a lot going on. Um, you know, knocking these out, trying to knock out a couple of episodes because for everybody that, that, doesn't know or hasn't been listening um i got a a baby on the way i got a daughter on the way so because of that i want to knock this out and you know do these for you want to make sure that i you know leave you something and have these like you know in the hopper ready to go because at the end of the day um what i do this for like i recently got a phone call from somebody uh close to me and you know they were like yo Appreciate you being so candid, being so open, uh, being transparent, and sharing the things that you have going on in your life um, to help with, you know, my relationship. Maybe I can I can share this with my wife, and you know, maybe she'll listen to it and, and it'll help her to to open up. Because um, you know, at the end of the day. Communication is so important when it comes to relationships. No matter what kind of relationship it is, whether it's romantic, whether it's uh, parents and and children, um, whatever it is, your co-workers, communication is very, very important. So, again, like I said, I just want to thank everybody that listens, that watches. Like I said, y'all running the number up. Um, Think of all the people that support just in general. Listen, the people that have been so kind like to the point of like buying gifts for my daughter you know somebody bought a crib you know uh stroller all that stuff you know what i am so appreciative i am so thankful i know that my lady is thankful so we we could not have done uh what we're doing and what we're in the process of doing without you guys so i thank you um y'all show so much so much love um so now that we didn't got through that um, I want to get into what I want to talk about this evening and what I want to talk about has to do with communication and it, and, and it's going to seem like I'm going somewhere else, but if you stay with me long enough, you will realize um, that I am heading somewhere. Anybody that knows me knows I'm heading somewhere no matter what it is that I'm talking about. Um, So before I do that, um, yo, hit up my my Instagram, Black Velvet HD. Uh, Facebook is Black Velvet HD as well. Um, you know, hit me up. Uh, like I said, let me know um, if you have questions, relationship stuff that you would like me to talk about that I could talk about on the show. Um, I'm always about we don't got to say no names. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's important that some people keep their privacy, you know, so we don't have to say names. I ain't never been a name dropping type of person in the first place. I like to keep, you know, what's what's, you know, quiet and, and private, private, you know, and we can speak about what we can speak about. Um, but obviously that's with the consent of everybody involved. Um, but yeah, so um the reason I wanted to do this is because recently um, I saw a meme and somebody was talking about the movie Love and Basketball, right? And I'm sure most of y'all have seen Love and Basketball. Some of us love it. Some of us don't. Um, for all the people that don't, you know, I'm always curious. You know, I'm, I'm. it's never about a debate for me. It's more of a, well, why don't you like it? What What made you not like it? Cause, cause you know, like I like it, so I need to know what made you not like it. And what i found in that most people that didn't like it, it's almost as if they were watching a completely different movie than I was watching. Then, then most of the people that actually liked the movie is like, they were watching a completely different movie. Um, and for the people that haven't seen the movie, I'm going to do a brief synopsis, uh, synopsis of it. Sorry, y'all. You know the tongue. Um <laughs> but I'm gonna do a brief synopsis of of the the movie and then I'm going to get into, like I said, why most people say that they don't like it. because um, again, I'm not doing this obviously for the people that that, you know, like the movie. You already know what the movie is about, but there's people that haven't ever seen the movie. Trust. I've I've met a lot of people. Um, but this is the basic plot. So essentially you have, um, these kids, um, you have Monica Wright and you have Quincy McCall. They both want to be professional basketball players, right? And they are childhood sweethearts. Um, Monica moves from Atlanta to Los Angeles, and she moves right next door to Quincy. Quincy's father is a shooting guard for the Los Angeles Clippers, right? So Quincy is shocked that a girl. Because um, if you watch the movie, you would there. There's a scene that that you know they don't find out until after they've been playing for a while, that she's a girl. But it's like that a girl could love basketball as much as he does and can play so well, right? So they have their first kiss. Um, You know, I'm kind of speeding through this a little bit. But they have their first kiss. By the time they get to high school, they are the respective leaders of their high school teams, right? And Quincy is like a top prospect in the country. And, you know, he's popular with the girls. Him and Monica at the by this time are now just good friends because, you know, they were sweethearts when they were kids, but you know, we we know how puppy love goes. It it doesn't generally last that long. And so um, Monica is, is like a hothead, you know, she's not a girly girl. She's a baller, you know, and anybody that's a baller, you know, or knows a baller knows like they don't tend to be, you know, want to be pretty they want to get out there and they want to get it um and so um fast forwarding they go to college they find out that both of them are going to USC so the night of prom Quincy and and Monica they have sex right okay so they have sex and then they basically become a couple so you know feelings get involved you know and and really, it's not even that feelings got involved. It's that feelings got rekindled from when they were kids. So that that's the the now they've made it to college. They're at USC, University of California, or Southern California for those people that don't know. Um, but yeah, so because there is another USC, so just want to make sure that y'all know it's Southern California. Um, so either way, they're they're there. Um, Monica is obviously having a little bit more trouble when it comes to basketball than Quincy is because Quincy was a top prospect. He's starting, you know, he's playing, he's doing his thing. Uh, Monica, however, is a freshman and she is on the bench and she's having these run-ins with um, a senior guard. And so there's troubles that, that come with that. Right. And her relationship is strained with her coach because of some stuff that she does in, in practice, you know, we talking about practice. Yeah. We talked about practice. Um, but yeah, she, she is, um, having little troubles. So something happens that, um, makes, uh, Quincy now like, you know, go into a depression, go into this state where he feels like he can't trust anybody. So what basically what happens is Quincy is, struggling to deal with the media attention first and foremost. And then he clashes with his, um, his father's efforts to get him to finish college before going pro. The reason why they clash is because he lies to his son. So this is what happens. The father Zeke lies to the son about cheating on the mother and the mother gets photos Gets photographs of the father with his mistress, um, and the dad had lied to his son's face, and that made it a major issue. Right now, he he is struggling to figure out who he can trust because if I, you know, I mean, most of us know if you can't trust your dad, who can you trust? Right. That's that's a a, a major major factor in life. Like if your parents lied to you, it's like who can you trust? Uh, sit and break. All right. So back to it. So the night. um, So at this point, the the player that Monica is having issues with gets injured. And so now Monica is is going to start anybody that knows anything about college and playing sports is that you have a curfew. So the night that Quincy um, is trying to talk to her and he, you know, he needs that shoulder to, to like cry on, uh, you know, like someone to vent to. She leaves him because if she doesn't get back before curfew, she cannot start and she wants to play. And so Quincy kind of flips out. Um, and so he flips out, he starts, she starts seeing him with another girl. Um, And then eventually he comes to her and he says, Hey, listen, um, you know what? I'm going pro and I think we should break up. So by 93, so, um, let's go back to college. College is, is 88. So in 1988, they are at USC by 93. So again, we're moving forward. Quincy goes pro. He leaves after his freshman year, and he goes pro. In 93, Monica is playing professional basketball in the International Women's Basketball Association in Barcelona, right? But Monica misses home and can't imagine life that does not include basketball. So both of these people really love basketball, especially Monica. Monica loves it, like, to the point that she she took or she chose curfew over and and playing over, you know, being there for her man at the time that he really needed her, but we'll get back to that. And so, um, she she wins a championship, and but her love for basketball just isn't the same as it was before, right? So, Quincy, after leaving after his freshman year, um, he's in his fifth year in the pros. So this is these are these are like parallel time timelines. He's in his 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 fifth year. Um, at this point, he's been traded to the Lakers where he tears his ACL during a game. Uh, Monica flies home to see him, and she's saddened to see that Quincy has a fiancé. And so Monica, you know, falls in the shambles, and, you know, and she goes to Mama, and she, she's upset about it. Um, at this point, Quincy is is completing his physical therapy. Like, he's at the point where – He's close to um, being back into playing shape. He's also getting ready for a, a wedding. Remember, I said he has a fiance. So, we'll, we'll, again, we're going to cover all this again. Um, but I just, like I said, brief synopsis for the people that haven't seen it. And so, and sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I know I said that late, but hey, sorry, better late than never. Uh, so, either way, at this point Monica quits playing basketball and she starts to work at a bank. Now, seeing how unhappy Monica is, Quincy asked her question and 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 basically um, asked her multiple times like, "Hey, what would make somebody that loves basketball more than anybody, more than Dick Vital, you know, uh, would make them stop playing basketball?" And um work at a bank and and he he makes a statement where it's like and trading your 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 basketball for some shoes you can't even barely walk in. And she's like I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um long story short, Monica tells him why she doesn't like basketball anymore. She doesn't like basketball anymore because what? Because he isn't there. That's the thing that makes basketball fun for her was that he was there watching. He was on the sidelines of her life um, waiting for her when she got done playing. And so she challenges him to a game of basketball to five one-on-one for his heart. Right. And in doing so, um, she, she, um, he beats her matter of fact, he dunks on her like super hard. But at the end of the day, he um, is like double or nothing, which means like, you know what? I'm going to get past my pride. I I, I was hurt um, and I needed you to feel that hurt a little bit by by me dunking on you and, and playing you real heavy, uh, playing you like a man. Um, but eventually they get together. Now, a lot of the people, now that I gave you all that, a lot of the people. And, and again, that was also for the people that have seen it, but just don't remember it that well. Um, but for a lot of the people that said that they didn't like the movie, the thing about the movie that they said they didn't like is that they felt like that Quincy, um, this is, this is generally what I hear, man and woman. So it's it's not a a sex thing. It is a, you know, human thing, uh, men and women both said they didn't really like the movie because they felt like, um, Monica was just Quincy's fallback chick. Uh, you know, like I can't really play basketball no more. And, you know, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to, uh, pick Monica cause you know, my, my life ain't really working out the way that I had hoped it would. And I'm not this rich superstar and that I thought I was going to be. And so now I'm going, I'm going to pick Monica. So, um, that's what most people got out of that. And, and again, there's a reason why I'm even going in through all of this it, it, y'all get it in a second. So, so the, the thing that needs to be, um, unpacked here, first and foremost, is that you have a, cause w- w- what is it? They're in college, you know what I'm saying? So 88 it they're and, and if it's freshman year, what is that? That means he is probably 18, 19 years old. That's generally your freshman year. Cause when you come out of college, you're what? Like twenty-two, twenty-three, whatever. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. But think about it. He's like 18, 19 years old, right? And he has a situation. He has a situation where his dad has broken his heart. Like literally, broken his heart. Um, and so in breaking his heart and lying to him and because i know how i feel when my dad did things to my mom or yelled at her or things like that and so and a lot of us know that same pain that same feeling like who how dare you hurt my mama right and that's how he felt but then he also felt disrespected because his dad is telling him nah 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 you know that mistress they lying um, she not pregnant that I, I I ain't never even messed with this chick da da, da da. and then the pictures pop up. Right. So at this point it's like, okay, wait. So now he comes again. Remember we, we're not talking about, you know, 25, 30 year old man. We're talking 18, 19 years old. This is their freshman year of college. And, what happens is that the night that he really needs Monica, the one that he, he loves the one that he's like close to the one, the, the one person in the world that he feels like will be there for him. When, when all the chips have fallen apart um, is Monica. And in that evening, she chooses basketball over him. And again, whether that is the case you have to think as an 18 or 19 year old that's how you're going to process it you're you're not going to process it at two, 25 30 sometimes we don't process it properly we don't process um things like this properly but again he's 18 or 19 years old and he is like yo i needed you that night and so what do we do? What do we do in relationships when we don't feel heard? When we don't feel like we're getting what we need? What do we do? We go find somebody else, right? We go we go to somebody else. And so that's what he did. He didn't, and and you gotta take him at his word, but, and, and you know, obviously it's the way that it's filmed. Cause again, this is just a film. It's just a story. Um, yes, it's about relationships, but it is just a story. Um, But the way that it's filmed, he's like, I never slept with the girl. I just went on some dates and I went on some dates to get the person that I really want to, to be there that I really want to, to be around to even notice me. And so I'm basically using this other chick just to make you jealous. And women do the same thing. You know, they they use a, a man or, you know, or, you know, text messages or something else or going out on a date with somebody to make their man jealous, to try to, like, get them to see, like, hey, you could lose me right now. I first and foremost want to say that in the situation, he was not right. It was definitely not, um, it was childish. But again, he's 18 or 19. How many of us have made these type of mistakes? Um, How many of us have done that at 25, at 30? I I did it at 31, 32. So I've done it. So, And I know most of y'all probably have done it too. Um, You're not getting what you need from the person that you really want it from. So you go find somebody that will give you that thing, it may not be sex. Now, sex may come into the into play, but it may just be conversation. It may be emotional connection, right? But either way, he's definitely not in the right. But um, you could also say her picking basketball over him in a time when he really needed her. Um could could be considered like, wow. Because if you put put it on the, the shoe on the other foot with How would you feel if you really needed somebody and they chose, you know, sports or whatever over, over you and your feelings and, and your need for them. But again, they're, they're young. They're 18, 19. We don't always have our priorities together. We don't always know that something can, you know, this isn't my only opportunity, right? We don't know that. But again, either way, so. He then again, now this is the part that I commend more than anything. And I, and I want to take a service break on this one to make sure that people pay close attention to the fact that again, he is 18 or 19 years old. How many men or women do you know can come to, to, to their significant other at 18 or 19 say, listen, I was wrong. Um, that girl It was I just wanted it got you to notice me to to really speak on his feelings, to say, like, you know what? I really don't know who I can trust right now. And rather than string her along, rather than then try to pretend like, you know, everything is good or everything is okay, It's like, you know what? I'm going to step away from this. I am going to step away from us and go do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm doing. I'm going and I am stepping away, right? And so you think about that. Not everybody is able to do that. Not everybody's able to 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 come to somebody and tell them, hey, I need to walk away from this. We're breaking up. And this is why we're breaking up. And, and say, you know, my, I couldn't trust my dad. And at the time, I really needed you and you weren't there. And I just use the girl as a way to, to get you to even pay some attention to me. But at the end of the day, I'm walking away. This is over. Right. So, again, like I said, how many people, you know, that could do that? I don't know a ton. <laughs> um, but either way. So now at this point, Monica has moved on, graduated from college. Quincy is in the NBA and he's bounced around from team to team to team um you know he's a journeyman at this point because you know by by five years in the league you you know (laughs) you know you getting um you know some minutes but it it may be garbage like even in the in the movie he was getting garbage time minutes it's the lakers are already winning you know this game has no no consequence at this point the game's over. There's no way that this team can come back. Hey, go on and get in there for three, four minutes and get you some, you know, some playing time. Get some get, maybe get some points. Um, Goes up for layup, gets hurt. At this exact same time, Monica is living her own separate life. And she is going. Um, She's overseas winning championships. So she out there doing her thug. She out there killing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sit break. Um, But yeah, so she's out there doing her thing. She doing her thug sizzle uh, winning championships. Matter of fact, she even wins the championship over the guard. Her name is Sidra, by the way. Um, But she wins a championship over the guard that she had trouble troubles with in college. She wins a championship. Now at this point, she is tired of being overseas. She misses home. Um, these super expensive um, phone bills. Cause you know, calling long that this ain't long distance folks. This is, <laughs> this is international. And and this is at a time when, cause you got to think this is 93 in 1993. Cell phones wasn't popping like that. Um, back then we still was on minutes. You know what I'm saying? You got so many minutes a month for a certain price. Um, It wasn't unlimited like it is now. And so, and you, and you couldn't call, you know, you couldn't call anywhere in the world. Um, But yeah, so it was becoming expensive. She was tired and she didn't really want to admit that what was really bothering her, what was really wrong. And she comes back um, at this point. Quincy has gotten hurt. She won her championship. Quincy gets hurt; uh, he is in the hospital, just has surgery. She comes back to visit him, sees that he has a fiance. So at this point, he isn't stringing Monica along. He has a fiance. They both of their lives have moved in a completely different directions, right? So now, he, he is trying to make, um, Kara which is played by, uh, what is that girl's name? Um, Tyra Banks played by Tyra Banks, but he's trying to make her an honest woman. And she, and and you really don't ever get to see this character very long. So you don't really know what this woman is like. You don't know if she's nice. You don't know if she's a, a, a hanger on, you don't know who this woman is. All you know is he has a fiance. He's supposed to be getting married. Like very recent or, or or not very recent in in the very uh near future there we go <laughs> wording is hard sometimes but anyway <laughs> but yeah but either way so in the very near future um he's supposed to be getting married monica comes home she quits basketball altogether she becomes a banker with her daddy so what <laughs> um and again quincy asks her yo how you give up basketball to wear shoes that you can't even walk in. And she doesn't want to answer. And he asks her again at some point and she gets in her feelings. And then she gets into it with her mama because she wants her mama, who is a very like Southern woman. Cause again, they, even though they live in, in Los Angeles now, these people came from Atlanta. She's a very, you know, um, southern woman you know i iron my husband's shirts and i do everything to make him feel like a man da, 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 da. she's not a she's not about making a scene she's not about fighting she isn't they have always clashed because monica never wanted to be a girly girl her mama tried to make her into a girly girl and it just they always clashed because monica wanted her mother to basically just love her as she was but that's a for a whole nother day whole nother uh, situation. But again, they get into it. And ultimately the mama tells her when I said that, uh, cause her mama basically says something to the effect of Quincy could do better than, than, uh, uh, Kira or Tyra Banks character, whatever. Again, she really ain't that important to the, to the plot, but <laughs> you only see her once, but either way. So what, um, so she basically says, when I was saying that you, you know, that Quincy could do better. I was talking about you, girl. I was talking about you. He could, it, it should be you. But again, she's like, I'm not about to tell you to, to jump in the middle of that situation. But then in the middle of the night, Monica wakes Quincy up and says, I'll play you one on one verse to five for your heart. And and Quincy is is understandably pissed off, understandably upset that the, the like the week before my wedding, you come with this bull, you know what I'm saying? You come with this mess talking about, um, play me for my play, play you for my heart. And it's like, what? And so he, again, he beats her and, you know, he starts off slow, but then he eventually, beats her and you know slams it in her face hard and her heart is about to bust out her chest she hurting so bad and then he stops her and he says hey double or nothing meaning like let's play again and and and, and when I was thinking about it it's like I never even thought about that but how can you have double or nothing if my heart is what we're playing for how can you know it's not like money where it's like We played for a thousand in this first game, but now um, we're playing for either two thousand or nobody gets anything. So either I get two thousand or nobody gets anything, you know. So, but but it's basically his way of saying, you know what? I love you and I really want you, right? So, having said all that, right? First and foremost, I would love to know. Please, in the comments, um, hit me up on my Facebook. Hit me up on my IG. Please tell me, how do any of you, based on what I just said, based on what the movie actually is about, how do you get that he chose her as a consolation prize? He had a fiance. He was in the process of getting married. She came to him. And he had to admit that he still loved her. And it would and honestly, th- this is the reality of it. It would have been disrespectful of him. It would have been unfair to Tyra Banks' character to marry her knowing how much he still loved Monica. Because he never would have gave her his all. He never would have truly gave her his heart. He probably was marrying her because she was a close facsimile, but not necessarily as far as like attitude and all of that, but it's kind of one of those close enough type of things and and again, they were away from each other. He thought it was over. he thought there was no way um he had I, I want to say he had reached out to her and she was like, "Oh you know, voicemails and blah 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 and you know, making excuses for why she never responded. And so he tried to get her back. She didn't respond. But now at this point, so again, I never could understand this. How are you mad at Quincy? Because of him choosing her at the end as and and then somebody said, oh, yes, yeah, now he can he can get her uh, WNBA money. And I was thinking to myself, wait a minute. Um, even now the WNBA doesn't make any money, but the beginning, like they, they make, you know what I mean? Like they make like G league money. I want to say G league, uh, men's G league might make, may, may still make more money right now than like superstars in the WNBA. We're talking just their pay, not all the other incentives, not, not their endorsements, just that stuff. So, But you're talking, this is the beginning of the WNBA. And people are like, oh, he got with her because now he can't play basketball. And it wasn't, he didn't really want to play basketball anymore. He wanted to do something else. It was her that really, really loved. He thought that he wanted to be a star because his daddy had played basketball. And he was trying to be like his daddy. And what did he say? He even says in the movie. I had spent all that time trying to be my daddy. At some point I had to realize I needed to learn to just be to be actually be better than him and being better than him had nothing to do with basketball. It had everything to do with life and him being a man in life. So again, I would love for anyone to explain to me, to give me a rational not, not argumentative, but a rational response to explain to me, how could you see him as being at fault in the end? But now to my point, the reason why I thought about this, I, I was like, I was sitting and I'm listening to people tell me about why they don't like it. And then I'm, and again, I'm trying to figure out what movie were you watching? But then it started to hit me. If you can do that with a movie, right. If a person, cause, cause it, if we go back to speech, right. When we were kids, high school, I I, I did speech in high school. Um, like it was like a, a different level of speech. Like we actually went and watched a play at a college and all kind of stuff, but like not the speech from, from grade school, but the speech. You know, as you got older, but even I think the the younger one, but I don't remember. So I'm gonna go with the one from high school, <laughs> but the one from high school, um, you have a situation where you have a sender, you have a receiver, right? This sender sends a message. What I'm saying to you right now, this is me. I am the sender of this message. You are the receiver of this message now. Um, generally what happens in a dialogue or in a conversation is that the receiver then sends feedback to the sender and then the sender then becomes the receiver. And then it becomes this, this feedback loop, right? And where you're, you're, and that's how you have a conversation. So in a situation where it's a movie or like music or something like that, but in this instance, we're talking about a movie. But we're talking about a movie and it. So if you think about this, if people can misunderstand or misinterpret the message of a movie, which they have, because some one lady told me she had seen it multiple times. And um, as a sidebar, tried to say that I was younger than her when I saw that she had just recently celebrated her 30th birthday birthday and i'm thinking like i'm about to celebrate my 39th but i and i was i was like what does my age have to do with it it's like we we processed it differently, and i and i'm okay with agreeing to disagree but it was like because i i wasn't even i accidentally responded to her i was actually trying to respond to the post not to underneath her specific reply um unfortunately i did that but either way um but no it's like I want to know, and I wanted to know, and it's like, but if you can do that with a movie that you have multiple opportunities to hear the message and every single time you still interpret it completely different from the way that it was sent out. And there are so many reasons. It's just like with the radio in your car, there are so many different reasons why the signal could come through unclear. You can have, you know, obviously rain, um, there could be something wrong with your antenna in your car. There could be something like there could be something wrong at the station. There could be so many different reasons, but again, so it's like with a movie that you can watch over and over and over again, and you may have seen 10, I've probably seen about 20 times, but either way, and I, and I love the movie, but especially the end of the music, but either way, if you can do that with a movie that is sending a message and you receive it completely differently than they intended than what was being said what was being shown based on a lot of things based on your own traumas based on a um being jaded excuse me based on um being jaded Uh, trauma, uh, I'm trying to think of the other word that I'm thinking of, Uh, (laughs) um, based on past experiences of relationships where now it's, and again, I guess that is jaded. You've gotten to a place where it's like men are like this or women are like this. And so you're not even listening to what is happening or seeing what is actually going on. You see something and now you just play a a loop it's just a a loop inside your head and so you're actually giving yourself your own feedback as opposed to even hearing the message coming at you you're just looping something that has happened something happened in the movie that triggered this thing inside your brain to now loop your bad experiences and it was like and and then blame it automatically on the man or because again it's men and women are both blaming it on that man, um, uh, at that he's completely in the wrong for the situation. Um, but yeah, it's like, um, but it's like, if you can do that with a movie, cause this is what my point is. If we can do that with a movie, right. Come in close. If we can do that with a movie, think about how much more we do that with the ones that we love. Think about how much more we do that with the men and women that we say that we want to spend the rest of our lives with. See how we could, we can, and then we can destroy because a movie, I mean, yeah, you could talk trash about a movie. You could have, you know, group posts and all kinds of stuff. Right. But you can't really destroy a movie. A movie is a movie. It's going to keep doing what it does till the end of time, you know, it, it, it is, and it was, you know, it, it's going to be for a very long time, but think about that. You, but you do that to the person you love. Think about how you can tear them down. Think about how much you can destroy a relationship, something that could be beautiful because you cannot see past what you've gone through. You cannot see past the trauma. You cannot see past what happened between your mama and your daddy. You can't see past what happened to you with your, your your baby daddy or the last chick that you were with or, you know, or your ex-wife and what she did to you. You can't see past that to love the person that is standing in front of you and they haven't done anything to you. And think about how many times they step on a landmine because that's what I always call it. It's like, it's like a minefield and, and you have these minds. You never tell them that those minds are there, right? You never talk to them about them. You never discuss those minefields. And so because you never discuss those minefields, they keep on stepping on things and, and then you blow up. And your blow up may not be anger, your blow up may be irrational fear, it may your that, that explosion may be um insecurity to the point where it's like, "Why are you talking to her? Why are you and and, and it becomes toxic. You know what I'm saying that thing becomes toxic. The reason why I, I said that and I and I went through all that and I went through the movie thing. It and, and again, this is only for the people that's that's going to stick around long enough to to hear it. Cuz again, I, I'm one of those people. Hey, it takes time to 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 get the thing that you want. You know what I mean? You don't get to be 20 without 20 years of living. You you don't get to graduate without, you know, get a diploma from high school without going through either the years or the, the information and the knowledge to be able to get that diploma, not, not a GD, a diploma, like just a regular diploma. Generally, most of us have to go through what, 12 years of school to get a, a, a diploma because we start at five and we end at 18. So yeah, 12, no, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Actually, no, I think that's 13, right? If you start at five and you end at 18, generally, yeah. But either way, but think about that. So I'm only doing this for the people that made it to this far, but the point is, it's like, think about that. I know, and especially in our community, in the black community, we talk about, you know, not wanting to go talk to nobody, not wanting to go see nobody. And maybe you don't need a therapist. Maybe you just need somebody that you can trust. And this would be my other thought about that. You have to be that person. You know what I mean? You have to be that person. So with my lady, perfect example, I had to become that man. I had to become that man. I had to become the man that was patient. I had to become the man that saw beyond the things that was that she was doing or saying to see that there was something more. Like, that's not who she is, and it's not even about me. It's something that happened from the past. And I have to, to help her see that, hey, I ain't that. This ain't that. We, we're we not that. I don't see you that way. I've seen your past. That's cool. I got a past too. Look at what mine looks like. I, I'm not here to judge you. Because that's the other thing. It's not having any kind of judgment. Right? Not having no kind of judgment when it comes to being with somebody. Having no kind of judgment. No kind of... You know, feeling of like, oh, well, you know, you're, you know, oh, I can't believe you did that. I can't, we all got a past. We all got something. But at some point we have to dig within ourselves, see the thing that is keeping the message of love from hitting the receiver with the proper signal. Cause that's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about no movie. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about the ability to stop thinking about not saying ever forget it, but stop functioning in this new thing with that old thing. There's a saying, matter of fact, let me look it up. Cause I don't, you know, I don't want to mess it up. I want to make sure I get this thing right. Um, Oh, hold on, sorry, because <laughs> I wasn't I, I kind of try to move in the spirit when I talk. Uh, um, Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, different things come out of me that I didn't know was going to come out until it happens. And so I can't I can't be as scripted as most people are. I just that just ain't who I am. That's not my natural nature. My natural nature is to let the spirit hit me and move me, and then I say what I'm gonna say. Um, but this is the thing. This is when I mind you, we talk about relationships. We talk about love. We we talk about that kind of stuff, right? But it but in Mark two and twenty two, and obviously in the Bible, <laughs> but. Uh, Mark 2 and 22, it says, No one puts new wine in into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and the wine is lost and the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wine skins. So at some point, we jump from relationship to relationship to relationship. And we don't ever change out the wine skin. We, or or in some versions it says bottle, but we don't change out the bottle. And think, mm, that just hit my spirit right there. Think about this. So, it, it, we only got a. Because, cause again, I know some of y'all going to be like, oh, he's talking about God. He's talking about the Bible and all that. How about this? Watch this. I've, I'll talk to you in the world, not even in the spirit. We're going to talk to you from a worldly perspective. How many of you have had a bottle of water? We ain't even talking about wine. We ain't talking about nothing else. We talking about water. How many of you have ever had a bottle, of a plastic bottle, and you never cleaned it out or, or, or you didn't clean it out for a while. And you just keep kept putting new water into the, into that bottle. What ended up happening? I can tell you what happened because, because it's, it's something that is going to happen. It is a thing. Water is going to do this. Think about it. This is water. Water is going to get to the point where it leaves certain residue within the bottle. It's going to start to, to make a smell smell it's gonna smell like mold it's gonna smell like mildew it's going it's going and and it's gonna make the water taste terrible with time you you could put a fresh a fresh bottled water into that bottle and what is going to happen is that is what's in that bottle is going to infect and going to um you know in in incorporate itself and in uh Infiltrate that bottled water that you just poured into it, and it's going to change the taste of the water now let's stop talking about water let's stop talking about wine and let's talk about love. It's the same thing if you don't ever change what's in your heart in 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 here in your mind, and you keep trying to bring new love into it what's going to happen is that it is going to infect the one (laughs) it's unless that person has a, a, a level of a great deal of patience and is willing to love you through it and is willing to only pour as much in as you can clean out and slowly but surely show you like, Hey, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, we should take the time to remove and clean out some of that stuff. Get a new bottle maybe. And and obviously we can't pull our brain out of our head and, and swap it out for a new one. But we can change our mindsets. We can change our thoughts. We can change the way that we perceive this life and what we're going to go through and what we are going through and see it for some other way than what it it has been. See, see it for what it is and what it could be continue to be if you let go of that old thing if you if you clean out like i said clean out some of that stuff to be able to allow some some good stuff in there you know what i'm saying so like i said always these are in love this is as far back you know anybody that was listening to me before when i was doing other videos this is always always been about love for me It's always going to be about love in every single form of it. But this particular platform is about love between, you know, between people. It's that romantic thing. And it's like, how can we get to a place where we stop, you know, getting married and then getting divorced and then getting married to another person and getting divorced when we stop. Giving up so easily on one another and realize that, yo, you're going to go to the next person and they're going to have problems too, just like you have problems. In the same way that we want mercy, we want grace, we need to give it in, in love. But it say, love is patient, love is kind, love is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. I'm not saying it verbatim. So you you ain't got to be like, you, that ain't how it exactly go. I'm not trying to give you how it exactly goes. I'm just trying to tell you like, but the reason that, but that, but that verse or that, that idea isn't just for the person, the, the person you talking to, it isn't just for them, baby. It's actually for you. You have to be just as patient as you want them to be. You have to be just as kind as you want them to be. You have to be just as long suffering. And again, I'm not telling you to, to, to just take anything, but obviously there are some things that just are going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like there are just going to be some things and it may rub you the wrong way, but is it something that is worth throwing it all out for? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. That's for you to decide. But at some point you have to move with a certain type of love and a certain type of uh, uh, connection and commitment to the thing in order to have that thing that we want most, which most of us want, which is to love somebody and have them love us in return and be okay with being vulnerable enough to love them. With that being said, y'all, I love you. I, I listen. I can't wait to get back to y'all, but I, I I cannot tell you how excited I am to see my daughter. Um, there, it's been 39 years. I've been wanting kids for a long time, and obviously God knew I wasn't ready for them in all those other times. And and I feel like I probably got into a lot of situations that made it to where children couldn't be produced because subconsciously i probably knew that there wasn't anything to be produced in that in that season or in the so in that soil that wasn't the right soil for my seed so with that being said y'all y'all have a good one like i said if you got any questions if you have any stories if you have any comments facebook instagram you can hit me up black velvet HD. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be bringing the website back. I am black com. Um, it should be back up within the, in the, in the, within the couple of weeks. Again, I I'm going to be focused on making sure the house is good and, and everything is right for when uh, my daughter and my lady get here. So, um, with that being said, move in love y'all. You have a good one.